What's your TikTok? Save our Shaggy. I am on brand. I will never post one, I say. We'll see. Give me a year. I think the other day I thought about one and it was actually really fucking funny, but I don't remember what it was now. And well, Sam, you should be a content creator. You should be TikTok no. famous. No. Scoot over. You can be on camera more. My, my, my brand for the longest time when I was like high school slash like freshly post high school was that I'm going to be famous. And I had so many jokes and stuff about how I was going to be famous. And now that is a nightmare concept to me. <laughs> like I, I do not. <laughs> Do not want. Don't want to be famous. No. <laughs> no. I want to write for a mid-level sitcom and like nobody knows who I am. Yeah. I'd be good. The max fame I would want to reach is like Demi. Yeah. Demi to Bay. Like that's the la- that's the level that I'd be like, I'm good here. I don't want to get any further than this. Because like he's like I want to make something that like everyone famous. loves, but like I don't want to be perceived. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be a household name. That's not something that I want yeah i like how we're just talking about this like the world isn't gonna burn to a crisp in three years <laughs> we <laughs> don't have the time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god did you guys do that stupid countdown clock yes <sighs> that sent me into a spiral whose idea was that let me kill them what you see the countdown clock? No. It's been all over Twitter today. That for oh. some business in New York has their biz their building now has a countdown clock for like the climate change countdown. Oh. You know how it's like and apparently it's seven fucking years. Oh. Wow. Seven years. <laughs> <sighs> cool. Well, at least we can vote. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> god <damn it. laughs> and now presenting Tipsy Terror's 69th episode. Nice! <laughs> now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is why to drink. Your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Uh, welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we sometimes get drunk and we watch a horror movie, and we always talk about a horror movie. <laughs> generally, um, usually we watch the horror movie pretty close to the podcast but uh this time it yeah. wasn't so should we say who we are no i don't think we've done that in a little bit we've already right, covered this fine. i don't want to be okay. perceived no i'm just kidding we, i'm sam i'm harish and i'm molly yeah and you're watching disney channel i fucking wish i wish this was like 1997 disney channel and i was a child actor in a movie about three kids finding a mummy <laughs> Oh man, I thought you were gonna stop full stop at I was a child actor, and I was gonna be like, maybe rethink that. (laughs) Oh my god, you know, I kind of wish I was a child actor. Then at least I'd be like just so emotionally checked out of the world right now, (laughs) and people would just let it happen. (laughs) Yeah, they were still giving them downers and uppers. That didn't go away. That wasn't just like a thing they did in the forties. That happened for a while. Right. Thanks, Disney. And, and the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> what? That's like 
famous like Judy Garland story about being on The Wizard of Oz. Like, oh. she, I was just talking about this at work. Um, she was like on uppers and then they would give her like heavy like sleeping pills. So she'd sleep for six hours and then she'd wake up and she'd work like 14 hour days and they'd just drug her the whole time. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was really, really horrible. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the movie Evil Dead 2. Woo! Because uh, this month we decided to do Evil Dead as a theme. It's a great theme. Yeah, um, and we're on the second one because <laughs> it's the second week of October. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about current events that are happening right now so that when October hits, everyone's going to be like, that already happened. <laughs> yeah, the I countdown clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's from the first day of the Edge Weebay video. Huh? Oh, yeah. 21st of night of September, Demi video. <laughs> the new video, oh, yeah, yeah. the new Demi video. Now we gotta wait another year. He broke the internet with that. Oh my god. What a guy. Yeah. And Those Evil Dead current. 2 yeah, is from 1987, <laughs> I think. Yes, I yes. The first one, because I remember the night we were watching him, I think Sydney asked what year Evil Dead was, and we said 87, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, we were wrong. <laughs> oh. Because Evil Dead 2 is 87. Yeah. Um... So, should we just get into it? Oh my god, I'm so sorry to do this. Um, Florence Pugh is currently on live with Jenny Britton Bauer of Jenny's Ice Cream. Oh, interesting. <laughs> what? Oh, wait, look at that. Look, they're on live together. Oh, I thought you Instagram. meant like they were together, and I was like, how? They could be. I wouldn't be. I'm sorry. I gotta just. I can't be on this live. <laughs> <laughs> so, Evil Dead 2. <laughs> I'm so um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where where to even begin? I don't know. So the whole first movie, forget everything you know about the first movie, because they basically sum it up in 10 minutes right at the beginning. Right. Of this and then movie. change it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's different. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So they couldn't get the rights to like the footage from the original film and they wanted to do like a recap at the For beginning your own film they of, wouldn't give it to them. i guess that's what it said on imdb i believe it i fucking believe it they wanted to do a like recap at the beginning but they couldn't get the rights to, to the original film so they had to reshoot it and um initially like everyone from the first movie was supposed to be back at the beginning but um they like cut it down to just those two characters um for uh for uh um Budget, budget reasons budget yeah. reasons yeah um so so this movie well it opens with like an introduction like uh with like voiceover telling us about the book the book like flies away in this awesome little animated graphic at the end yeah but it says, the book of the dead bound in human flesh and inked in human blood and basically gives a whole recap of that part of it but yeah. like not how they did it in the first movie at all yeah kind of like just fleshing it out a little bit like written how many ever years ago whatever it was very like intro of twilight zone right yeah because you had the very little swirly yeah 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 it's cool right (laughs) it's fun i i I like that they flesh out the book more because um I don't know. The book's pretty cool. It's a cool concept. Yeah. I guess I think the first one doesn't really spend like, I mean, like they spend time on it, 
But yeah. like for most, like the first half of the film, you're like, what the, f- like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> you know, in this one, you, you know what the book is, so you know what's causing it. Yeah. Um, and then the, the first like seven minutes of this movie are basically a recap of the first movie. So it's, it's just Ash and his girlfriend, Linda, who come in, in this one, they, they come to the cabin and they're just alone and then they hang out and then, um, uh, the best line from this part is when, like, uh, he, he goes, how about some champagne? <laughs> After all, I'm a man and you're a woman. Remember oh that? God. Like, yeah. his yeah, acting yeah. is so, like, silly in that scene. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> this movie is, like, infinitely more intentionally campy. Yeah. Than, like, other movies. Like, the other one. Right. It's so good. They so definitely... it's, like, very laid up for laughs like cheesy on purpose right they definitely uh wanted this to be more light uh, or lighter um and like less of just a direct horror tone i think uh, bruce campbell does it so well too like, oh, he's such a good actor he's great yeah he's he's so great in this oh yeah specifically we'll get to it but the laughing scene if i think oh, of bruce yeah. campbell that's what pops into my mind yeah like, wow <laughs> but we'll get to that so um I don't remember there being like a huge deal made about the necklace at the beginning of the movie. Cause no. I, I don't remember it, but like the necklace is a plot point in this, uh, the necklace that he gives her, um, in the first movie, uh, it de- is like a plot point in this, but I don't remember them like touching Actually, it. I, d- I do think that he does gift it to her. Does he? Re- I'm pretty sure it's yeah. been two weeks, but, right. but it's not like a whole thing. Yeah. It's not like as big of a scene as in the original but anyway um he he says the line about the champagne um and then he goes to grab the champagne and he like finds the book and the recording and he plays the recording and then like learns about this uh um archaeologist and his like wife who went <laughs> to whatever like i guess egypt or something and then they like found the book of the dead and brought it back and he's re- that's what's on the recording and there's this little like nice little like flashback of showing the family oh, all getting the <laughs> getting the book, book and digging. it's funny also, apparently the cabin they're staying at they're just crashing at for the night and like hoping the people don't come yeah home. they just <laughs> broke in yeah. straight up <laughs> you can't do that anymore <laughs> right um so anyway while he's there um, the girlfriend gets possessed like um, it's the you know the point of view of the ghosts like running through the forest and then crashes through the window and then um, like gets her <laughs> uh, she gets possessed um, and then Ash comes to check on her and she's gone and then they like have the fight like outside um, again while she's possessed except this time, Ash is a badass, so he grabs a shovel and slices her head off immediately. I'm sorry, he more like bats it off with the shovel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even like, you know, chop at the neck. He just swings the shovel and her head comes clean off. Right. Yeah. Well, and then Chris could never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, that's not the chainsaw part. Fuck. I already, I've already fucked up the bit. <laughs> I'm done. I'm gonna be quiet for a couple minutes. Well, you'll you'll get your moment. No, I don't think I will, and that's okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. Like, and then he buries her, I guess. Uh, and then 
that's like the end of the first night i think um yeah because then then it does that thing where he blows back in the woods right yeah they had that really cool animation part where the girlfriend gets like stop motion animated right that's that's the next night so um he like buries her oh, and then, oh i didn't know that yeah he he buries her and then it it's uh, a recreation of that shot at the the very last shot from the first movie where it's like the bice they're going through the house like they filmed it on a bicycle yeah, um gotcha. they go through the house and then like it zooms into his face and then we that's like at the around the seven minute mark and then like it shows what happens after that is he like um flies through the forest and he's spinning it's really cool it's like a fun shot um and he's spinning and then like he like lands he hits a a tree. tree yeah he hits a tree and like is possessed by the demon he lands in like a puddle of mud and then he like shoots up from it and he's got his demon face and it looks yeah. awesome yeah cool. and then the but then the sun is up the sun is up so, so i guess this demon doesn't do sunlight and right zips away <laughs> yeah leaving him with his face fine right and he wakes up and he's like oh it's gone for now um and then, like, at some point, we get, like, a cut to um, the... Oh, no, that's later, actually. Because he goes um, and tries to drive away. But then the bridge is gone. The bridge is broken. Up. It's the same scene from the beginning, from the first movie. It's cooler in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it just looks neat. It looks, like, real Tim Burton-y, like, kind of monstery but in the first movie i was like this is so cheesy of course the bridge is out like fuck that but in this movie i'm like all right the bridge is out yeah i like the beginning shots beginning of the bridge i like how in the beginning when him and his girlfriend first are getting there when they drive over the bridge it's literally just a toy car going over like a little bridge (laughs) yeah yeah. like they didn't even they were like it's fine (laughs) i love it it's great because i remember going into watching this i was like oh my god we're about to get that bridge shot like it's just fun (laughs) right uh so uh so he sees the bridge is gone and then like the camera like runs into him as if it's the demon so he gets into the car um and like drives back to the cabin and he just well i guess he just hangs out until the sun goes out because like there is this like dramatic shot of him like next to the car as the sun is setting in the background and it's setting way too fast it's, it's like yeah like the background is fast forwarded and he's just like in the foreground it's it's pretty cool <laughs> it's fun um but then then we cut to a uh, plane landing and it's annie who's the daughter of the archaeologist guy on the recording and annie is bringing home some like uh pages lost pages from the necronomicon or whatever um and uh she meets like this other guy uh who i guess is her boyfriend um and they start coming back to the cabin meanwhile ash her parents oh yeah yeah to meet her parents yeah who Who aren't there question mark who aren't there um but ash meanwhile is inside the cabin still when all of a sudden from the ground outside the dead body of his girlfriend without the head rises from the grave and starts dancing and does a little dance 
It's awesome. It's, it's the, so cool. It's the best part. Right. I remember when Harish and I first watched this movie, just we were losing our yeah. shit in the theater. We just couldn't believe it was happening because, like, you don't see something like that ever. Right. It's a stop motion, like, creepy little skeleton. Um, and it's just doing a little dance. And the, like, head, like, rolls rolls um into frame and then like jumps and like lands on the skeleton's head and like it becomes the whole skeleton and um it like does some more dancing and then uh basically taunts um ash who's like behind some like boarded up windows in the cabin and then like the skeleton grabs him like through and starts banging him into the like boarded up window um starts banging him full stop starts banging him (laughs) um but then he wakes up in this chair and he's just screaming um which is cool because like that happens like a decent amount in this where like he just like wakes up from uh his mind being tricked you know Mm -hmm. yeah um but then it's still real because the uh uh he he like wakes up in his chair and he's screaming um and then he like the the skeleton's gone he like thinks he's fine for a second but then the skeleton the head just falls from the ceiling um and then bites onto his hand lashes like in between like the thumb and your pointer finger, like that little meaty area, right? Yeah. That's where it gets him. Yeah. And then it's just, and so he has to like run through the house, like f- trying to fight off this hand. <laughs> just like whacking it on everything he yep. can. Just <laughs> whacking it I on I can him. imagine filming that was probably like a really funny experience for yeah. everyone on set. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he, he runs to the tool shed um, and uh, there's like a vice grip um that he like he jams the head into and like uh like tightens the grip so it holds the head and like pulls his hand off um and then he goes to grab the chainsaw and it's missing uh so he's like what it's (laughs) one of those things that you're expecting it from the first movie right so like when he opens it, you're like, oh, a chainsaw, and it's not there. You just see a little outline of what the chainsaw should be. <laughs> just a chalk. It's so neat. Chalk outline of the chainsaw, yeah. Um, and then the skeleton bursts through the door holding the chainsaw. Funniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and starts threatening him with it. But then, like, he, like, I guess he, like, kicks it or pushes it back and then like the chainsaw flips over and like cuts the skeleton in half which is hilarious and the blood splatters up on the light bulb so it like turns the lighting in the little like room all red and it's like a really cool callback to the first movie right yeah the um blood in the light bulb was also like a thing in the first movie um and and like the blood like sprays all over him it's pretty great um bruce campbell is just so gross by the end of this movie like yeah. he just gets covered in mud and blood he's just a complete just, mess i feel bad you got oh. all the guts of all those dead body who uh who turned into demons absolutely disgusting horrible disgusting so our friend maddie fulger he he grabs the uh chainsaw and then goes to chainsaw the 
head of his girlfriend who which has suddenly turned into her normal face not possessed and she's like please help me like you don't hurt me or whatever um and then it turns into like the demon voice and he's like haha your girlfriend's in with uh like in hell with me or whatever um so then he chainsaws the head in half uh and then it like cuts the like the silhouette of them um and the blood is spraying all over him it's pretty fun um so uh yeah so then he like um just like goes around the house he finds a gun uh and then the mirror thing happens like he goes to the mirror and he's like oh you're fine you're fine and then like uh his mirror self pops out of the mirror and like grabs him and is like you're not fine we just killed our girlfriend or whatever um and uh you're totally not fine and then starts choking him and then it cuts back to him where he's choking himself it's um, really cool. It's just like a recreation. It, this movie's like greatest hits of the original. <laughs> when it really <laughs> is. Like plus edit, extras. Edits for news story. Yeah. So apparently the original script for this was supposed to be Ash gets transferred to medieval times and has to fight um the monsters in medieval times, but um the like producer that they got to finance it was like, No, I want more of the cabin stuff. And so they, so they did Army of Darkness later. Yeah, yeah. That medieval stuff. So they got right. what they wanted. Know that. that makes Army of Darkness make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did they go there? You know what? It was so weird because, like, they had to throw in all that. St- There's, like, stuff that comes later where they foreshadow yeah. all of, like, what happens in Army of Darkness. And I was like, but why did they? And we'll get to all of this at the end. This will make more sense. Right. I was like, why the fuck did they do that? It, like, really just. And this sums up how I feel about the entire movie. Every time this movie does something weird, I'm like, what? But then I love every second of it. It's just, yeah. like, neat. It's a decision that, like, you would never have made, but you can respect that somebody somebody made it, you know? Right. <laughs> Not even in, like, a bad way. Like, ugh, I would have never done that. I just, like, can't imagine thinking this way. It's, like, just... Right. You cannot... Pre- like, there's so much of, like, movies that are predictable... And this movie falls into so many tropes, but the way they go about it, it's just absolutely bananas. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, there's, there's the typical, like, just like demons getting possessed and chasing them, but then they do it in such a like creative way. Um, there's like a lot of scenes where the demons are just like messing with his like perception of the world. Like Mm -hmm. we'll get to the scene later where everyone's laughing, um, but then there's other stuff where like, it's just like really creepy and like, just like we talked about this in the first one where it's, it's very unique in all of the like horror stuff that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the next, what happens is his hand starts attacking him I'm so excited for this and part. he was like, he's like, Oh, you took my hand, you bastards or whatever. Um, so the hand starts attacking him. Um, uh oh uh and then it cuts to the other side where it's the like annie and her boyfriend um and they get to the bridge and then there's just this worker there like trying to fix like a local guy uh like examining the bridge to 
get ready to fix it. Um, and his girlfriend, who, okay, you know what? Couples, whatever, you know, if you match, that's great. His girlfriend is way too hot for him. Yeah. And it bothers the <laughs> shit out of me. Like, I get it. Like, you know, you never know what's going on with them. But, like, holy shit. Bobby Joe. <laughs> it's just unreasonable. It's just that that would never, never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, so- a book turns your friends into, like, undead demons. Absolutely. I buy that. Bobby Joe dating that man? <laughs> no. Question. No. And it's not even like you find out there's some reason. You know, she just loves that guy. <laughs> it's adorable, but I hate it. I'm not trying to shame people for who they choose to date. It's like not even that he's like a bad looking guy. He's not. His personality is garbage. He's just a bad guy. He's not good. <laughs> he does not have a redeemable personality trait. Yeah. I don't get it. Girl, you could do better. <laughs> so um, so they wrote this movie while they were living in that house with all the other famous people like the Coen brothers and uh, Kathy Bates and Holly Hunter. And apparently Bobby Joe is based on Holly Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Holly Hunter. Bobby Joe is valid now. <laughs> Holly Hunter's great. <laughs> um, that makes sense with the accent. Right. So, uh, (coughs) anyway, um, Annie, um, uh, well, the local guy is like, oh, his name is Jake. Uh, he's like, Jake. Yeah. That is no Jake. Bad name. Oh my God. You guys, he was train passenger in Spider-Man 2. Oh, wow. So he he kept a relationship. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know a good amount of stuff. That wasn't me. Like, oh, he's dead. Um, oh my god he died like june 30th of this year <gasps> why what do we keep fuck? doing that we keep talking about people and then finding out they're dead this year yeah <laughs> who else have we done that with i don't know but with, uh, i really... the director of um oh joel schumacher joel schumacher, the joel last schumacher what <laughs> yeah he died in we june went over this <laughs> we talked about we this know he died twice <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> god damn it <laughs> That was so genuine. <laughs> Joel Schumacher's death. Oh my god. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. So, uh, so, uh, so yeah, the local guy Jake is like, "Oh, there's a trail. I'll help you for forty-five. I mean, he looks at his girlfriend. She's like, and then he's like, "Oh, a hundred, hundred bucks." And she's like, "A hundred bucks if you carry my." luggage and which looks, we all know the gag that's coming right, with that he looks in the back of the car and it's just like a single bag in the pages of the book and then <laughs> he's like deal and then it cuts back to ash who is fighting his hand now <laughs> and it's one of those gags where like he's just acting and like making his hand attack his face like there's right. nothing complex to it he's, he's just like clawing at himself right his hand like has grown fingernails like really long fingernails and it's got the, the dark like veininess to it yeah and it's trying to claw off his face basically um and then he like fights it like around the house and then he gets to like the dishwasher or, or the the sink of the cabin and then like the hand just starts grabbing plates and smashing them in his head <laughs> until he like gets knocked out by getting smashed you in know, the head. Some good three stooges type <laughs> humor. It's hilarious. It's so it much fun. Good. Um 
And then, uh, so Ash get, falls unconscious and the hand is there just like chilling out, like moving around. And then the hand sees, uh, like a butcher's knife in the background, like a big meat cleaver. Um, and then goes and drags itself. It drags his whole body just by his hand, yeah. like fingernails into the floorboards, like drags, drags him. his whole body up to the knife and then it grabs the knife. Um, but then like, by then Ash wakes up and like grapples with it and then cuts it off. Uh, and then he cuts off the hand and he puts it under a bucket and then like gets a bunch of books and puts them on top of the bucket. One of the books. God damn it. I wish I could remember what the it title it's, it's farewell to arms. That's it. So oh, fucking yeah, funny. It's so good. Yeah. It's just, just fucking hilarious. Um, so he like bandages up, um, like his arm like where he cut off the uh his hand um and while he's Gets doing over that the pain real quick yeah yeah like while he's doing that the hand escapes from the bucket um it's it's cool because it's like him like uh like facing away and then the in the background the bucket's just moving around uh, and then it like falls over it he like finds it and it's fallen over all the books are knocked over um and then he grabs the gun and like starts to try to fight the shoot the hand around the house adapts real quick to only having one hand like almost yeah. immediately knows how to handle a gun yeah he's <laughs> he's an action star in this one he's no not a nerd anymore he knows what he's fucking doing he knows what he's doing and then he starts uh shooting at it in the wall yeah it like goes into a mouse hole um and there's a mouse trap right there and then it, like it it like gets caught in the mouse trap and ash like laughs at it and then the hand like wriggles out of the mouse trap and, and then gives him the middle finger yeah <laughs> um and so he shoots at the hand a bunch of times and the hand like h- hides in the wall and then he like shoots into the wall and some blood like one drop of blood starts to leak from the hole and then he's like, haha, did I win? And then it cuts back and forth. And then a huge geyser of blood comes Just out of the, out like of the a, wall. Like oh, a yeah. fucking, like when a firefighter shooting a hose at yeah. a house. Like yeah. just powerful. Full geyser. And then it's, it's red blood and then it turns black and then gets sucked back in. <laughs> but and so like everything else is clean from the blood. It hasn't left it except for Ash. Yeah. It was still coated in yeah. the blood is nasty um and then he uh he like uh sits down and um sits down on a chair and the chair like breaks under him uh and then the there's like a head a deer head like hung up on the wall um and it, it starts laughing and it like has the possessed eyes and like turns and looks at him and starts laughing. And like the whole like the whole deer is like it's like head moves over and like its jaw is like like they they like made a full like animatronic like laughing deer. Yeah. And it's awesome. And and then he hears some laughing from the other side of the room and it's like the lamp is like bobbing up and down. Like a, like the Pixar lamp if it was laughing. How yeah. you would imagine it's, it's motion- bobbing up and down laughing. And then like the entire like house starts to laugh um like the books start shaking and laughing and it's so great it like this is the scene that i was talking about where it just like messes with her his perception um and it just like like 
the whole house is like la- this is like kind of like an acid trip you know where he's like like it it initially starts laughing and then like it starts to take over like until gross. like everything's laughing and then he's laughing uh with it and he's laughing like an absolute maniac yeah yeah like, he is completely hysterical that is some acting yeah unhinged just or counterpoint it's not and bruce campbell's just like that <laughs> i buy it i buy that <laughs> <laughs> no it's really cool he's like smiling really wide it's like the it's a fa- very famous shot of this where it's like his giant smile like and it's like kind of like a like a fisheye lens yeah. like really close to his face like i remember when gateway was doing the horror 101 series please bring it back um if we if we can ever go back to the movies um they had like when they were were doing evil dead 2 like the image when you were going to look at the showtimes was him laughing yeah it was like that's what they used for the thumbnail and then he hears (laughs) he's laughing and then he gets up and like walks around the room and there's like the the lamp is bobbing and he starts bouncing up and down in time with the bobbing it's just funny it's just like a really silly moment i want to know if they like did they rig up the whole room and just like have that going or was it like each because like there's a wide shot right where like everything's kind of going yeah yeah. that would be so weird to be at (laughs) i know but I'm wondering if that. they just kind of let him, like, if they could, if they were able to, like, turn it all on and just kind of let him go through and do shit. Yeah. Or if they, it was, like, very carefully timed where, like, everything worked right where it was supposed to, you know? Right. It reminds me of um, some scenes in American Horror Story Coven where it's, like, kind of a long extended shot. They had to do a lot of practical effects to make it look like there was, like, witchcraft happening. And yeah. it's, like, really cool to, like, hear about how they did it for... I think, and I think it's like one of like a really simple scene. It, like I want to say it's Emma Roberts like getting in a bath and she like turns on a candle and shuts the door and like bubbles start happening. It's something like really simple like that, but the effects process they had to go through huh. to getting it all to happen at the same time was like really really like intensive. Nice. I could appreciate something like that. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking maybe it was probably like that. Like they just had to. It was probably mapped out and they knew where to go. But right. I just like to imagine they just turned on the set and looked at bruce and were like be free (laughs) um so this fun little laughing party is canceled (laughs) um because i i think he hears someone outside and then like shoots through the door or something yeah 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 and he shoots bobby joe yeah and then um well he goes to check and he doesn't see anyone but then they like jump and attack him and like like knock him unconscious and like beat him up uh and then uh, they literally beat the shit out of him (laughs) yeah yeah they're like well i mean you if you come home to a cabin that's like completely covered in blood completely ruined like the people who you're supposed to meet there aren't there yeah of course you'd beat up the dude that's covered in blood i think i would probably scream and be like who are you (laughs) you know that's like a fight or flight test. Yeah, yeah. that truly is. And they fought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they like tie him up and lock him in the basement. I guess he did just shoot Bobby Joe too. Yeah. Um, so like say you come home to your house. Right. And there's some guy screaming there. He just shot your friend. They're on the reverse side of that horror movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't know what's happening. Right. 
Yeah, that's definitely. I I mean, I, I totally get what where they're coming from. Yeah, <laughs> walking into it's this. It's fine. It's they probably were doing the right thing. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, that being said, don't shoot Bruce Campbell. Don't if you shoot see him Bruce in your house. <laughs> if you see Bruce Campbell on the road, don't shoot him. Don't kill There's him. There's bigger fish. There's bigger stuff going on. You're not getting the whole picture. <laughs> If I see Bruce Campbell on the side of the road covered in blood, I'm getting the fuck out of there because I don't <laughs> want to know what caused that. Um. So, yeah. So they're like, oh, the parents aren't here. Um, but Annie's like, but my father's stuff is here. Uh, and then they find the recording and then they listen to it. And like the, the dad is talking about how Henrietta has died. His wife, Henrietta, has died, but he can't bear to dismember her like may god rest on her soul or whatever he just like buries her oh in they've the locked fruit cellar they've locked ash in the cellar by now yeah they locked him in the cellar um and they're like oh, my dear henrietta i i just buried her in the bottom of the fruit cellar and then as ash hears it he looks over and out of the fruit cellar ground pops up an old woman dead body like demon possessed creepy as shit like real good makeup on it because like that is just unsettling yeah so and they always refer to her as like the witch which i don't get because it's her mom (laughs) yeah um so the 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 monster like the possessed version uh was played by um uh the brother of the director uh, Sam Raimi's brother. Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi, right? Yeah. Uh, Ted. Yeah, and he like had to like that was like a big suit that he had to wear. It's probably heavy as shit. It was. And apparently like he like basically overheated in it like um it was like so hot that it would collect like liters of sweat from him just sweating. And then it would be heavier? <laughs> probably, yeah. I don't know. That's um, nasty. I bet that thing smelled. Yeah uh but um so this uh demon possessed old woman corpse starts attacking uh bruce campbell and he runs up and is like hey get me out of here get me out of here and they're like oh no um get him out of there and so like they they have the scene of um jake fumbling at the lock trying to unlock it while bruce campbell is being attacked by the the monster and banging um and like it cuts to just his perspective and the monster is getting closer and then like it starts to grab him and then like he gets pulled up by his head his grabs under his chin and (laughs) yanks him out of the cellar like though you never should hold someone in that way right (laughs) just pop his head right off um and then she like comes up and starts attacking everyone um uh what then they kill the mom right did you already say that um no we just said we left it at attacking well yeah like she starts attacking them and then they like fight it and um like it attacks the boyfriend and uh jake and ash like start like um trying to stand on the cellar door to push it down and like uh, it like compresses the the mom's head and like an eyeball pops out and goes straight what? into Bobby Joe's mouth. 
Um, Gross. And, Poor and, Bobby Joe, man. Yeah. <laughs> so after that happens, Bobby Joe runs. Uh, no, no, cabin. no. That's later. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so the eyeball shoots straight out at her and then, um, they eventually like lock her up, lock up the, uh, monster, um, the momster. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, I think, oh, I knew it. Uh, so, um, uh, but then like, like, uh, it turns into like the normal mom and starts singing like, uh, "Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird." Uh, singing that, that Eminem song. song. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, non ironically, can I confess something to you? Was that yeah. your first encounter with that song? No. Oh. Um, I used to genuinely really like Eminem. So did Harish. Yeah, I like Harish, Eminem. Harish still likes Eminem. Yeah. I know. It's and a, I it's a big argument he and I get into, but I still do. <laughs> I really liked the movie Eight Mile, and um, I like wanted to learn all the raps that like the freestyle raps that he does in Eight Mile. And, yeah. Like, learn how to do that. And um, this is embarrassing now because now I'm a Machine Gun Kelly fan with an asterisk because I'm not like the biggest fan of his music. I just like everything else that he does. Yeah. There's like I don't like I don't think I could name one Machine Gun Kelly song. I shit you not, I Molly. Him. The other day, Emily, listeners, my sister, she was texting me and she was like, "Do you do you like Machine Gun Kelly also?" And I was like, "I don't know why you're saying also. I could not. I literally <laughs> oh, said no. I could not name a song of his." And she was like, "Oh, I really like his new rock stuff." And she was like, "Molly's a big fan, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but I don't think she actually listens to his music." <laughs> Oh, no. I'm glad I was right, though. Okay, that just, like, confirms. I just think he's hot. <laughs> and I like all his other work. He's, like, a fine actor. And he... Oh, my God. Okay, so I need the pandemic to end so I can go to Cleveland and go to his new coffee shop that he opened up. He opened a shop? Yeah, it's called, like, the 27 Club Coffee Shop up in Cleveland. It looks really cool. Does he live in Cleveland? He's from there. He like lived there. He like went to high school in Cleveland. Huh. Well, like the suburbs of Cleveland, I think. But this dude is like nuts. He like lived like abroad. I think he lived in like Egypt for a little bit and like got to travel a lot. I was reading about his early life. This kid's he's nuts. He's had a whole entire existence. He Sam sent me this video. He was playing in like the um whatever kind of baseball game that they do. He was doing the opening pitch on. for some game. Right. And he hits a home run, and he gets everyone around the bases. Oh no, it was an All Star game. Never mind. Some something cool like that. It was like the Cleveland team or whatever. Machine Gun Kelly gets up there, hits a home run, rounds all the bases, slides in home safe at like a millisecond before he's tagged out. And like this video is going around, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And he like quote tweets it and says, "Yeah, I was on LSD when that happened." <laughs> I cannot believe this. Amazing. Guy. He owns chickens. Which I found out the other day. She sent me a TikTok. <laughs> I did. And then, oh, he's dating Megan Fox. Did you really buy that poster? I did. I bought it. Nice. That's, That's what cool. I've been doing while we were talking. It's going to go in my kitchen. Hell yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah, he's dating Megan Fox, which, like, honestly, that's great for this both of them. This dude is They're living, honestly, great. an ideal life. Yep. God. Sorry. Not to, that was like our five minute segment about Machine Gun Kelly, which is also the name of a movie. It's like this old B horror movie, I think. Oh, huh. So, how did we get here? 
Um, Mockingbird song. Ah, Mockingbird <laughs> song. Um, <laughs> and he famously has beef with Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Good uh, lord. Yeah. Anyway, like the boyfriend gets possessed, and then they fight, and then uh, uh, Ash like like hit axes him in the head, and his blood is green. Apparently, they like use different color blood to try to not get an X rating. <laughs> um, oh. But they did end up getting an X rating, so it was just released unrated. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, yeah. So the boyfriend has green blood. Um, and, uh, like the, the mom and the boyfriend were chanting like dead by, dead by dawn, dead by dawn, dead by dawn. dawn. Yeah. Which is fun. Um, and then there's some downtime (laughs) in between fights. Uh, like, uh, Jake notices that the trail that they came in on is, has seems to have disappeared. Um, and then like the clock stops and then they just like hear a bunch of noises from all around and they're like just standing there like looking in all directions like at these noises. Um, and then uh, they hear something and Ash is like something's trying to force its way into our world. And then they're like, oh, it's coming from there. So they go to the other room and it's they see the ghost of the archaeologist's dad. Um, and he's like, like salvation, like it's like a ghost head, right? Like, yeah. It's, it's a ghost head, like projected on the wall. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> um, probably like one of the lesser, less impressive effects. <laughs> um, not very fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, the dad explains, like, you got to read the pages, like, um, your salvation lies in the pages of the book and like points to the new pages that, um, Annie has brought. Um, and then the, the ghost disappears and Bobby Joe says to Jake, Jake, you're holding my hand too tight. And then Jake's like, I'm not holding your hand and they look down and it's Ash's hand that he cut off earlier is grabbing onto Bobby Joe. Um, so Bobby Joe like tries to like hit it away and then like the light gets knocked down and like gets, um, put out. Uh, and then they turn on the light again. They like, uh, um, light the lamp, the oil lamp that they're using and Bobby Joe has run away and run into the woods Oh no, Bobby Joe. Oh no, what's going to happen to Bobby Joe? And so Nothing she runs good. She runs into the woods and here comes the next reference to the original movie where she starts <laughs> to get attacked by the trees. Um Classic. And she runs up and sees like a giant tree with a face that like like I mean, it kind of like just looks at her. Um and then the like tree branches start to like wrap around her and like um tie her up basically um and it's like definitely like a reference to the original scene from the original movie but it's not nearly like as graphic graphically it doesn't end the same sexual violence just kind of she gets they like drag her through the woods and we kind of just leave off there yeah it, it like doesn't even like take off pull off her clothes like it rips her clothes once but then it like wraps around her completely 
um, and then just pulls her. So she she's basically just tied up and dragged through the woods. Um, Wonder what Helen Hunt did to Sam to make him do Holly that. Hunter, Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. God damn it! I get those two mixed up so much. I love them both genuinely, but I never say the right name. Yeah. Holly Hunter. I wonder what she did to Sam to deserve that. Deserve that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, she gets pulled and then like hits a tree, and then it cuts back to the the crew in the cabin, and uh the um ash and annie are looking at the pages and trying to interpret them and one of the things on the pages is like a little picture of a guy with a chainsaw (laughs) on as one of his hands (laughs) and ash is like what is that (laughs) and she's like oh it's supposedly a guy from the The way past yeah a guy from the skies who like um save the world from the demons like 2000 oh. years ago or whatever um and then oh do you smell that that's foreshadowing <laughs> right well done <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i would say like if you don't look at that and immediately go hmm i think that's ash <laughs> you have not been watching the movie yeah <laughs> you're like um well he- She's like, oh, he rid the world of the demons. And then Ash looks around and is like, didn't do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh Got him. Like Ash is going to eat crow on that statement. <laughs> <laughs> so they um, read like the instructions on the pages. And it's like one, there's two passages they have to read. The first passage uh, will m- turn the like entity into like a physical manifestation and then the second passage opens up a rift that they can push the f- physical manifestation of the entity through to rid it from their world. Um, but then Jake comes up to them with a gun and is like, we're not going to do any of that shit because we have to go find Bobby Joe. God damn it, Jake. Just being the worst possible person. Yeah. And he grabs the pages and throws them into the cellar. Like a fucking asshole. Yep. I mean, for Bobby Joe, no. But to throw the pages? <laughs> no. To yeah. set them to the side. Yeah. Dude, bigger, like, think big picture for once in your fucking life. You know, you gotta mm. go hunt down them trees. Yep. If you would have thought about the suitcases more... If you would have thought about why you need the pages, you wouldn't be here. Maybe your girlfriend wouldn't have been shot, and maybe she wouldn't have been dragged off into the wilder. And that's a lesson for all you folks out there. Yeah, just think before you act sometimes. You might or think something. that taking somebody's luggage is going to be like you're in Grand Budapest Hotel, but I promise you <laughs> it is going to be heavy more luggage. Like <laughs> um so yeah so they go outside and just yell bobby joe into the woods and like uh uh ash tries to grab the gun from jake but jake like hits him and like knocks him out and then we get the like ghost pov again and it like rushes up to them but then uh it cuts to him just yelling bobby joe into the woods and then ash gets up and he is possessed uh so annie runs into the house 
and tries to hide from this guy ash uh she finds the knife the big knife with the skull on it um uh the artifact knife with from the original movie i don't remember when they like first find it in this but she has that knife she grabs it and uh like is hiding from ash and she hears someone in the back door um and then she goes to the back door and like opens it and stabs the person but it turns out it was jake and so she just stabbed she stabbed him jake she pulls him in like locks up and then like pulls him to the other room and then he gets dragged down into the cellar with the momster um who like gets like rips him apart and then all the blood like shoots out of the cellar door another like lovely blood waterfall happening uh which is really fun uh and then ash shows up again and then starts fighting annie and like beats her up um and like throws her against the wall and stuff and then he like he has like like slight like one-liners as well i forget what he says but there's one point where he like throws her against the wall and then he like just like looks kind of like into the middle distance and is like nice or something he he just like congratulates himself like in the demon form something like that happens (gasps) we haven't gotten to the groovy part yet have we no okay good I was waiting because you said something and I was like, oh my God, I missed it. And I can't ask to go back and talk about that. I know part when you said the nice thing, I was like, well, that wasn't groovy. Did we no, get to the part? No. Okay, go ahead. Um, I was so, okay. Thank God. Harish just carries the pod. We're a it mess. Was- uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, well, anyway, so he's like fighting her and then she's like on the ground and he's walking up to her and then he sees the necklace. <gasps> His girlfriend's Linda's necklace and then it reminds him of her and then he like basically gets cured of the demon through the power of love. Yeah, he like, it's like, you know, whenever you you read or you hear that someone's like a demon's possessing them and it's like a battle internal. Yeah. Well, he won. He won and the demon Thanks for love. Uh, And then Annie wakes up and tries to attack him and he's like, no, stop. I'm I'm fine. Which honestly, if I was Annie, I'd be like, no, no. Well, she does. She like stops for a second and then like tries to attack him again, and then he's like, no, I I said I'm fine. I would be like, you're not. <laughs> and then uh, so uh, she's like, oh, we got to do the pages, but they're down in the cellar, and he's like, let's head down to the cellar and carve ourselves a witch. And then there's a nice little suit up montage where he puts the chainsaw on his arm. And then what happens? He says, groovy. Yep. Groovy. I got to say, just, okay, two points. One, I'm trying my best to integrate groovy into my vocabulary. It's for some reason, it's just like, it's getting hard to remember that I'm supposed to say groovy because I say baller a lot and I'm trying to replace baller with groovy because it mm. fits me more. But every time I say it, I imagine myself as Bruce Campbell saying <laughs> groovy. Like that's how I feel. But also Can I hop on that bandwagon. Yeah. I want, I want groovy to be like more of a term. It's so good. Um, groovy. but <laughs> when I first saw, um, evil dead, like the remake in theaters, 
there's famously a post credit scene, which not to spoil it, but all literally all it is is pretty blacked out. You barely see his face. And it's just Bruce Campbell laughing and then he goes groovy and then that's it. And we were told to like stay for the post credit scene because they were like, it's great. It's iconic. And so we stayed and then we were, we all, none of us had seen the original, any of them. And so we were all like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I didn't know there was a post credits. Yeah, it's great. Knowing uh, what it is, like the context of it. Yeah. You gotta watch it. But it was to kind of set up because Ash versus the Evil Dead was like coming, so it was right. kind of to set that up. I made a plant pot and I painted groovy <laughs> on it, and I set it to that sound in a little video I made about my plant pot. Groovy, nice, mm, groovy. Um, it's just the simply the best. Simply the best. Yeah. Like think about it. Of all the things you think he's gonna say. Like of all like the like big bad macho guy things you can say when you make a chainsaw arm, you're like he's not gonna say groovy, <laughs> yeah. but he does. But he says groovy, and it is awesome. groovy. It is very groovy. <laughs> it is the definition of groovy. Yeah. Um. So they go down. He gets the pages, gives them, hands them to um Annie, and then he starts to come upstairs and then out from behind the the stairs in the cellar pops the monster and she pulls him down <laughs> and then uh meanwhile Annie has started reciting the the pages but then she gets interrupted by the fight so of course she stops for whatever reason and goes to examine quietly and takes some time and then she gets attacked and then there's this whole fight with the the monster um, it's like hovering and shit yeah it's hovering and then they're fighting like with the chainsaw um and like at one point the the demon's head like like the neck grows <laughs> it's very uh a la the thing like yeah yeah. very similar the head grows and like starts like whipping around it's very fun but then annie starts singing the mockingbird song and it distracts the he- the demon long enough for ash to like carve it up and uh he like dismembers it and then it like dies and then um then basically the woods start attacking them like all the trees are starting to like come up to the house and like shake the house and like the trees are coming through the windows and stuff tree branches through the windows and annie's like i i recited the first passage which is to do the thing to manifest it into a physical manifestation um and he's like okay and she's like but i still have to do the second passage and he's like why aren't you doing that (laughs) (laughs) and so she goes to recite the passage and um a big tree monster comes a giant face pops through the front door and it's the like it's the manifestation of the entity um and it's a giant like demon face and then there's like the like little faces of the other demons like within it it's really gross and like giant like fleshy tree monster very uh reminds me a lot of um cronenberg type shit yeah it's it's very cool um and like it it like a tree branch hand pops through and grabs ash and like starts 
uh he starts trying to fight it and um the girl like starts reading the passage but then gets stabbed with the like artifact knife by ash's hand that got cut off and possessed earlier um and but like as she's falling unconscious she finishes reciting the passage and then the vortex opens and the tree monster demon thingy gets sucked into the vortex mm-hmm. and ash is like ah oh, we're we did it but then he also gets sucked in, into the vortex along with his car and then they both like they fly through time and space and land in a medieval time um they just fall from the sky and then ash wakes up and there's a bunch of like medieval soldiers around him and at first they're going to attack him they're attacking him and uh there's this older man in a robe who says he's one of the deadites kill him (laughs) and then they go to attack him but then a real monster flies through it's like a pterodactyl but worse but with the old demony face it's really cool yep (laughs) yeah it flies in and then everyone's like oh no and then they run (laughs) they start running and ash stands up grabs his gun his shotgun which he had strapped to his back when he fell through the portal he grabs a shotgun and then just like blows off the deadite's head um and then everyone all the other soldiers look around and they look at him and then they kneel and then um the one guy says uh what does he say he says this hail he who has come from the skies to deliver us from the terror of the deadites hail and then they start like (laughs) hailing him and then ash like looks around um and it says no 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 he's very disappointed that this is his fate is to be fighting this monster in well, the middle about of it. times you're living in 1987 which is like objectively like a pretty good year for pop culture and he gets sucked back to um what is it like 13 13- something where they yeah. don't even have walkman it's just insufferable yeah. no, don't even it. have walkman you can't get a walkman i don't fucking want it man. don't even and, and his car is gone his car it's is completely up, destroyed which i'm sure since it got transported back i'm sure we're gonna get something out of that but Dude, how's it gonna get miss pack oh you haven't you guys haven't seen the third we movie. haven't no, we no haven't it's gonna it be fun it takes a turn <laughs> <laughs> It's nuts. Okay. Interesting to hear after this film. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what, like, what. I won't even say what. I don't have. I had no idea why the fuck any of it was happening. It was cool. It was a good movie. I can't wait for you guys to watch it. I can't wait to rewatch it. But yeah, I'm excited. Man. Having that background of like they were gonna make it medieval for the second movie, like that makes it makes sense. Okay, it is just a weird turn, right? But it's cool. Um, that medieval stuff—it's just nice. We don't have to talk about that now. That'll be next week's. Yeah. So, um, oh, uh, something that I forgot to mention is like when the the big monster face comes through the door. Like, Ash, like, looks at it, and he, he like, w- like, a stripe of his hair turns completely white. 
it's a really cool moment and like right next to him there's a plant that just dies it's it's like really cool the way they like did that effect um but so like now not only does he have a chainsaw hand he also has a cool like white stripe in his hair awesome (laughs) chris campbell just keeps getting hotter yeah they really just improve him yep (laughs) what were you gonna say molly i just said he's hot with his machine hand and his um, hair. Yeah. And his smoldering gaze. And his respect for women, mostly. When he's <laughs> mostly. Not, like, killing the dead ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's this movie. It's, it's so much more fun than the original, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I love this like so much more than the original because they like get the tone right. They like aren't treating it as like um they're they're just taking it more in a more fun direction. Um, uh, some fun it's facts. So fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just like a much lighter tone. Like, honestly, it's one of those where it, 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 this is kind of another movie, how Sam, I think, said last week, I wouldn't recommend Evil Dead to someone unless I knew, like, their level of taste and unless they knew that I had good taste. Yeah. Is, is that what you... Yeah, yeah, that was basically the point I made. That's how I feel about this movie, too. Except I think that everyone should watch this movie. And I think yeah. this is one of those movies, like, if we can't kind of come to some kind of like understanding about it like i don't care if you don't like it just like watch it right but you're like one of those people that like writes it off like immediately like when watching it you don't like don't take the time to like i don't know i don't know like does it give it a chance like starts and is like oh this is bad right well because like i watched it with my friend and she didn't like it and i was like i totally get it like like it just i i get why people maybe don't but Uh. like i think it's great i don't don't think sydney liked it when we saw we saw it like kind of with Sydney and Izzy, and like afterwards, Sydney was like, "I don't understand." <laughs> I don't know. It's I, nuts. Yeah, I would definitely recommend this one over the first one. What were you saying? I just think it just takes so many weird turns that it can like lose people. Yeah, and some people will be like, "All right, like I'm done," and it is like cheesy and cheap and campy, but like yeah, I love that. it's it's just like really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I I like it. I I think it's like the perfect example of like a good time. You know, like I think when you're with a bunch of friends and it's like late at night or something, you know, it's like it's kind of like one of those movies that I wish I had watched sooner in my life because I feel like if it would have been the wind down of a party, I would have turned this movie on Mm. if I had like known that I liked it. Because I can think about a bunch of times, like, remember, I don't know, I think you both were there. At least I think Harish was there. At the end of one of our, like, Bitch Palace parties, we watched Spice World together. Yeah. Like, I would have, the Evil Dead 2 would have been, like, a go-to for that if I would have known about it before. But I think that, I think that this is, like, a good movie for, like, sharing experience, like, fun times with your friends. Yeah. But, like, friends that you know are going to like it. Yeah. This isn't a movie I would say you should kind of, like, if you, like, are kind of, like, eh on horror movies and, like, weird, campy, like, experimental stuff. Like, I don't know if you're going to love it. But, like, if you are into that, like, kind of weird shit, like, just throw yourself into the world that Sam Raimi's created. Just don't think about it. Just, like, sit back. Let him do the work for you. Yeah. 
It's just it's like so weird. It's it's pure entertainment for me. <laughs> I don't know. It's also like an hour in some minutes. It's, it's like so short. It's yeah. It's like how Creep is also like really short. Oh yeah. You can definitely watch Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two like in the same time it would take to watch The Irishman. Like when yeah. we went when we were on our way to the drive-in, I was like, oh wow, like it starts at eight. We're gonna be there for so late. And Harish was like, actually, no, like no, yeah. it was like we were out before like well before midnight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Seeing this at a drive-in too, great experience. Classic. Yep. It's what it was meant to be seen in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is a great drive-in movie. If you're driving, if your local drive-in theater shows it, would recommend. Dude, I'm sad that dri- I didn't know the drive-in closed in September, and now I'm just bummed. It sucks I to live in a so. place where it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's fine, whatever. You could have just stopped that. It sucks to live. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you would have accepted. So, um, in the tool shed, apparently there was a Freddy Krueger glove. <gasps> and that was like a little what? Easter egg. Yeah. Don't think I recognize so, that. I just watched Friday the 13th Dream Warriors on your Plex. I think they were filming that one at the same time as this. And I think, I I, I, I believe I read somewhere that, like, they basically just, like, borrowed the, the glove do prop. Do Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday? Did I say Friday the 13th yeah. again? It's I do that shit, too. Friday, it yeah. sucks. I hate it about I'm myself. I'm so bad about it. But, okay, that makes sense now. I got really confused because I genuinely thought you meant Friday the 13th, and I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Have you guys seen the third one? No, I've only seen the first one in the remake. The third one is, like, the plot's, like, fine. It is the moment. It's awesome. We recently seen it. No. We were almost going to watch, like, a franchise horror film last night, and I was leaning towards Nightmare on Elm Street, but then I realized that we had Bill and Ted, and I was like, can we watch Bill and Ted? Yeah. That one's good. Third one is just... The kill, it's all about the kills, and it's great. Yeah. That's the one where he says, welcome to prime time, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had on a loop kind of a lot. Right. Now we gotta watch yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for letting me use your Plex. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> a lot of content. I finished Detroiters. Oh, yeah, love that for you. So much fun. Can't recommend moment, that show enough. Where they go to the science museum, and they're like, we gotta go. Um... Tommy keeps saying all this stuff isn't in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the hardest I left in the whole series. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know where I'm at today. That's fine. That's it's okay. It's Tuesday. Um, Cool. Uh, another fun fact the the big demon head at the end it was too big for them to take it back to california so they just left it um and it like disappeared for a while but eventually like it was found at like a as part of a haunted house attraction like nearby where they filmed so someone just took it and used it in their haunted house (laughs) i fucking love that yeah that's that's fun (laughs) that's a cool like fact (laughs) great to recycle like horror um props mm-hmm. imagine being like an evil dead 2 fan and going to that haunted house and being like no fuck <laughs> no, no 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 
Yeah. You'd I mean you'd assume like it's it was like just a rip off and they just stole the design or something from Evil Dead. <laughs> but it's the real one. Is it still is that haunted house still open? I don't know. Probably not. Damn. Uh should we do our segments? Yeah, for sure. What would you do if it were you in the movie? Sorry, I was just messaging somebody and I used the wrong form of your and I barely know this person and I'm really embarrassed. Oh, God damn it. Okay, anyways, what would I do if I were you? Um, I don't know. What would you do if you were me? I'd be sitting in a cozy sweater. <laughs> yeah. Do you see this? You know, that's nicer than yeah. anything I thought of what you were going to say. Why would I ever say anything bad about you? <laughs> I don't know because I have anxiety and I think you guys hate me. Impossible. <laughs> Every time we record this, I'm like, oh, they're only doing it to be nice to me. No. I think that every fucking week. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Uh, again, um, I'm gonna rank them. Um, uh, they're number eight. They just took the spot of the original I think, I think, the ones in I think you're on the wrong segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm stone cold sober right now. I need you guys to know this. Like I have no excuse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we do? I think I died. There's no fucking way I'm making it. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I die. I can really relate to like the the go-getter spirit of what's her name annie annie i like her i think she's cool yeah i i really relate to her but i would definitely do what i can to help if i was educated like that and i would go for it yeah and then i would die yeah i'd definitely die i don't know i i I guess i'm probably like the boyfriend of annie but like he because i'm not really like the ash type like i would never be able to survive by myself with all of that i would definitely just like let myself get murdered um so i don't relate to ash in this movie um but not i don't really relate to the other guy either because i would be more reasonable about throwing the pages away or whatever yeah um, fuck that guy Jake. but the boyfriend like is barely a character he's just there and then he's the first one to get turned he looks cool when he gets possessed that's yeah. a, that's a plus he looks real neat um but yeah so definitely i'm dying i think i'm the dad i think i'd be stupid and then read aloud some instructions <laughs> and put it on recording and then i'd like realize my mistake after i got killed and then like try my best to make like hey man don't do that like a day late and a dollar short <laughs> yeah i bet that <laughs> yeah. um uh so villain ranking Damn it, i didn't even do the song because i was on the wrong segment <laughs> <laughs> who would you rank? <laughs> who 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 does stink? <laughs> Did you say who does stink? Is the villain in where do they fit in? All right, Molly. Since you have your ranking, go for it. God damn it. Um, I'm gonna put them like I said earlier at number eight. 
<laughs> they're taking the spot that I had the original Deadites at. Um, ranking them above the original Evil Dead Deadites and right below the crawlers from the descent. I'm gonna do the same thing as you and put them where the last Evil Dead Deadites were. So they're they're at number six and they're right underneath the girl from A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night and right above the Deadites from Evil Dead the original. I also followed that lead. It, it's not even that I'm trying to copy. It's just like it makes sense. You know, you like yeah. they're basically the same concept, but you like this movie a little bit more. Yep. Um, so they are number 10 right above the ones from last the last movie and right below Jigsaw from Saw. I kept writing the evil deaf. <laughs> I feel bad about it. <laughs> the evil deaf. Now that's a different movie. Um, so uh, recommendations. I only have one and it has nothing to do with anything, but um, They Live from John Carpenter is another movie that I think is just absolutely batshit, but I'm like obsessed <laughs> with it. Um, God, I'm going to watch that movie tonight. I think it's uh, on Plex. Yeah, I have it on Plex. Have you seen Evil? The They Live? They yeah. Live? Yeah. I, I was not sober and I don't remember a lot of it, but I have seen it. Yeah. I saw it at Gateway. It's fucking insane. Oh, it's awesome. We have the DVD. Um... Speaking of John Carpenter, though, I wanted to wreck the thing because of the snake neck thingy, because the famous scene from the thing where they're testing the blood, that guy right. kind of yeah. explodes in the very similar, um, like, manner, and it's, yeah. the thing is, like, the, okay, we all know Scream's my favorite horror movie, but the thing is just, like, so close in its second ranking. I love that movie so fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Kurt yeah. Russell is so hot. <laughs> The thing is great. Um, my recommendation is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh fuck yeah! Because um, the scene where the neck long the the monster's neck grows reminded me of um, I think there were like popcorn creatures in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, where like there were just like the the clown heads <laughs> with like really long necks. Um, well, that's a really fun movie that's also like it's very light and has cool fun special effects uh and i think the design of the clowns is kind of similar to the design of like the demon faces in some scenes um which is cool so that's my recommendation for this one um something else uh, i mean obviously the other evil dads but um for some reason i wanted to write Coraline. I think it's just because, like, the stop motion that's used. Yeah. And, like, I was thinking, like, well, there are other movies with stop motion that's really cool. And, like, Coraline's just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's our first movie we ever did. Yeah. Hell yeah. Aw. Uh, so, what are we rating out of? Chainsaws. Yeah, chainsaws. we settled on chainsaws yeah. last week. Okay. <laughs> This movie gets eight and a half chainsaws. So that's a... <laughs> yeah? I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, um, wow. I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm going to quit this podcast. I'll, I'll, put in, I'll put in a chainsaw sound effect to cover up those... <laughs> No, like layer it over, but don't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I thought 
about doing it for all eight and then a short one. <laughs> like I instantly regretted it. It's eight is too much to do that. Yeah. Like that would be a good bit if it were like three. <laughs> that wasn't even a good bit, but can you imagine if I committed how I wanted it to? Good God. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, eight and a half. It's better than the first one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine chainsaws out of ten. Nine chainsaw sounds here. Can you do chainsaw effects so I'm not the only one? Yeah. Um Um, I'm having trouble I don't remember what I ranked the first one. Was it? I think it was like seven. Seven? Or six? I don't know. I think it's seven feels... Because I want to give this one an eight, but if I gave the first one an eight, then I want to give this one a little more. I, I don't think you gave it an All eight. All right, we'll say this. If I gave the first one a seven, then I'm giving this one an eight. If I gave the first one an eight, this one gets an eight and a half because I don't quite think it should get nine. <laughs> but we'll give it whatever, wherever those ducks land. No, cool. that's not how that goes. Do you have a sound yeah. that will represent that statement? <laughs> I have something I want to do, but I don't think it's going to come out of my mouth right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like layer in the wrongs? <laughs> <laughs> like a lawnmower starting up. <laughs> the sound. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is just a movie that brings your friends a lot of laughs. Yep. So uh you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy uh on everything. If you search Midsummer Queen on everything, you'll find one of my social medias, but I'm not gonna tell you which one. Uh-huh. That's for you to figure out. Um, you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror, um, Tipsy Terror Pod at Gmail dot com, Tipsy Terror dot com, Tipsy Terror dot RIP, Tipsy Terror dot WTF, Tipsy Terror dot PUB. Dot PUB. Um, and those point to all of the like podcast places you can subscribe. We also have a Patreon, which I think we're gonna reactivate this month. Mm-hmm. Um so check that out if you want uh and then uh i think that's it like letterbox facebook all those things okay bye bye Bye.